I'm Journey, and this is Lucky. <laughs> like, <laughs> and today we'll be talking about entrepreneurship. So, Lucky. So, Journey. <laughs> well, How is it? Can I? Yeah, like, no, no, you definitely speak. Why is she not letting me talk? <laughs> okay. Um, being young and, you know, kind of like starting your own business, how was that for you? Um, I'm still in the process of kind of growing and really seeing the direction that I want to take with business and kind of understanding the whole entrepreneurial process. So it can be quite confusing when you're so young, Mm -hmm. you are trying to find like a business identity and you don't even know your own identity. And that can get a little confusing, especially when you have so much room to grow. Like there's so many other places that you can go. Like the world is your oyster at this point. So the possibilities are endless and that can be a little like. Yeah, it's a little crazy. I mean, I feel like starting a business so young it was fun it was a thing it was like the thing to do you were really young though. i was really young i started my company when i was probably like getting out of elementary school so like maybe like 12 or 11 yeah. was that like sixth grade or something yeah something like that so sixth grade is when i started the journey collection and it started with it's okay to be different and you know, at that point, I don't know what I was talking. I don't know why I was talking about being different, being authentic at the age of 11. But, you know, at that moment, I understood it up to a point. But, yeah, the business, it changes as you change. So it's very confusing. Life right now, just a whole, like, the world and L.A. and specifically where I live and just everything is changing. Mm-hmm. So it's confusing. You don't know what to latch on to because there's nothing you can. And the market changes. Right now. Yeah, and the market yeah. changes all the time. Like right now, streetwear brands are a big thing. You know, like high class fashion, you still have like, I don't know, like Vogue and whatnot, Victoria's Secret fashion shows and whatnot. But right now, like streetwear is it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So if you are coming out with a streetwear brand, it can't just be. It's difficult because it can't just be like, okay, I'm a plastic, I'm on a shirt, and then I'm going to sell it. You know, it has to have this sort of look. It has to have this sort of like, I just threw it together type look. And it's just hard as everything changes. But it's fun. I like it. I have a good time. It just gets a little challenging. Yeah. It's hard to make things look effortless when you put so much work into it. Yeah. Like, you put so much work into a product, but to everyone else, it has to appear it's like, oh, I just, you know, it's nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, like, off the rip. Like, yeah. Even when people wear it, it has you have to make it seem like it's not that. I don't know how to describe it. Like, the Essentials hoodies, for example. Yeah, it looks like they just slapped something on there. Like, not, that is a hoodie that just says Essentials. But it's so much behind it. But the work that got into that, the creative genius that was put into them thinking of that mm-hmm. is, like, it took months, maybe years, you yeah. know, which is crazy mm-hmm. that, like, Customers don't even think about the work that you put in as a business. It's so owner. crazy. I can I can attest to that with one of my new lines. Um, the whole we're not the same thing. I started that in November. And it's just, you know, being put out in the store. So it took me so long to to find something, stick with it. Because as a designer, things change. 
But it's not just, you know, looking at everyone around you. It's you. You're like, oh, wait, I can put that there. I can make this bigger, bring it together. And then you finally come out with something and you're like, I got it. And then you're like, no. Right. I found something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty sure you can attest it out with makeup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, also, because, like, um, I think, like, just the kind of cosmetic industry, because there's so much formula that goes into it. Like, it takes a long time. Like, patience is really key. Like, uh, and I'm also mad specific. So, like, if I like something about this formula, then, but not one about the other batch, then, like, let's see how we can make mix it. And, mm-hmm. like, I'm sure I got on everybody's nerves, but, like, as long as, if I can make it as perfect as possible, mm-hmm. and the perfection is the thing that takes the most time. And then months pass where you use the same formula and you're like, actually, I don't want that anymore. You know what I mean? So it's going to take a minute. It takes a long time for you to come up with the one thing that's like, ooh, that's it. Yeah. And let's keep on doing that. Whatever that is, we need more of that. Yeah. Yeah. So for you, Journey, you started this whole entrepreneurial journey so young. Was that something that you were really passionate about at a young age and was like, ooh, I want to do that? Or was it like your parents were like, oh, Journey, you should do this? Because I even I know for our generation, I think the thing to do was to have a business for mm-hmm. some reason. Yeah. Like even, even as kids, like a lot of parents were really preaching like entrepreneurship in their children at young ages mm-hmm. for our generation, at least. So do you feel that heavy or were you like? Oh, I want to do this and blah, 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 blah. Um, I remember when I was younger, I really wanted to be like my mom. I would see how she had like so many businesses and so many, you know, streams of revenue. I just wanted to be just like her. So that was my first push to starting my own business. As I got older, I was like, okay. You know, I felt in and out of love with the whole entrepreneurship um, idea. Now I'm here because it's not so much a business. Like once you get older, you realize that businesses turn into a lifestyle and it turns into how you want to impact other people that are just like you or people that, you know, are trying to find something that you have or trying to find something of themselves by being inspired by somebody. So now I'm looking at the whole entrepreneur thing as this is my way to be an influence to certain people to show people that it's okay to be different, it's okay to be authentic, it's okay to love who you are versus it's just my business, it's you know how I make money, this mm-hmm. is because I want to be like my mom. It's turned into something so personal. So I definitely feel like it was at first, you know, a thing where I want to be just like my mom. But mm-hmm. now it's like, no, I want to help other people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Also, because you have such a strong, like, message and meaning behind your company whatever but you do like it's really strong and people i think feel that um when they wear your clothes so yeah i mean we hope so we hope so that's 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 the goal there for you to put on the hoodie and feel like oh i feel cool in my own skin okay so who are some of the people or what are some of the things that inspire you um i think in terms of business and lifestyle definitely my mother inspired me I always call her like the biggest hustler I know. She just seems like she aren't like I don't know. She just 
Lorna just gets it. She just gets it done. She just Always. gets the job done. Always. And whatever it is, it's just, I yeah. have it. I got it. Yeah. So I definitely aspire to be like her um, in a lot of ways, a big inspiration for me. But in terms of, like, if I had to pick three people of businesses that I would want to, like, be like or just even like the business mastermind I think I would have to say Chris Jenner obviously Rihanna obviously and RuPaul just because of the marketing geniuses that uh they are like I wish I could take a class at UCLA uh for at for both of those people all of those people they're incredible Rihanna's a good one the way that she came out of her music career and then boom right into Fenty and Fenty's this huge you know what I'm saying huge like clothing brand and then the fashion shows that she has there's like, just so much Fenty though there's Fenty it's makeup everywhere. It's there's everywhere there's Savage Fenty there's Fenty the high fashion clothing line mm-hmm. like there's so much and then she's she's making she stores now I saw that. She's like, making stores now. I'm don't like, let me see a Fenty store. She's unstoppable because it's over. Once I see a Fenty store, it's over. Every when Rihanna stopped making music, it was over for everyone. Mm-hmm. We all lost because she immediately. Really in. Same with Kim Kardashian. Yes, I, I've Kim is business really genius. She's an inspiration. She did me. that. Yeah, she really did. Because let me calm down. No, go ahead. Get get into it. I really love her. Get into it. I I really love her. Like she just she just did that. I'm sorry, continue. I feel like Kim Kardashian. So I when I was first introduced to Kim, I just remember her being like a social media mogul. Right. Like she's just huge on social media. Then, you know, Kim started getting into her brand. Same with Kylie. She helped Kylie become you know who Kylie Jenner is. There's Kylie skin, Kylie baby. There's her swimsuit There's Kylie line. Baby? She has like a baby product or like baby products. Oh, she does. Mm-hmm. She yeah. has her makeup. Um, she does have swimsuits out now. Yeah. So I was like, it's just the way that they t- took their fame, took their popularity, yeah. and they turned it into skim. They turned it into Kylie skin, Kylie Jenner. You Billion know, dollar businesses. Yeah. Equity opulence that is what we want same with okay one more person is travis scott i think travis scott and his marketing team is amazing because do you really i do speak on it okay so travis scott a few years ago maybe like 2015 we just knew him for music Mm -hmm. so then he comes out with cactus jack he became this designer where he made clothes and he made you know all the monotone monochrome clothes that i think kind of started the whole streetwear thing yeah, because sure. when you started hearing about Cactus Jack, everyone started to just throw cargo pants and yeah, yeah, one of his yeah. shirts. That's on. actually true. Yeah, which is interesting. Yeah. So hmm. then Travis gets bigger. He, you know, Astro World comes out. It becomes this big thing. He has these huge festivals that carry so much um, influence, just in like how he puts it together. You know, the big head and the roller coaster. Like, there's a story behind everything. Then we get into his McDonald's. We can't McDonald's say too much deal. about the concerts and the festivals. No, 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 not canceled. the new one. No, no, Astro World when the album. Okay, came okay, out. okay. I was like, don't get us yeah, canceled. We journey. silent on that. What did I say about cancel culture? I'm just trying to let you know, bro. <laughs> I hate it. Anyway, continue. So then we get into his deal with McDonald's, and I think that was the smartest thing. Oh, he did have a deal. He with did McDonald's. have a deal with McDonald's, and that blew up too. And it really blew up because who doesn't eat at McDonald's, and who's not gonna buy a meal? that Travis Scott, you right. know, threw his name on. 
it's so funny how uh like things that happen in the cultural zeitgeist impact <laughs> impact um like business if there was no travis scott with his coming out with the brand cactus jack then there probably wouldn't be this huge influx of streetwear and then you wouldn't your business wouldn't be so popular you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so that's crazy it's it's just like a jump start you know one big person right you know like okay so for example once someone makes something like let's say kim kardashian with the skims she makes something with skims she makes like the the tight fitted shapewear jumpsuit thingy yeah the shapewear so then you have like i hate to do downtown like this but you have downtown you know replicating it so it's like once somebody makes it their own big thing you just see so many people yeah hopping on and whether or not it's copying it's still like inspiration it's still like oh i can make that right let's put it in our store and let's sell out so it's just you know I, do yeah. you find it hard as a business owner to come up with original ideas mm, no I don't find it hard. I find it hard to stick with my original idea because okay. I see so many other people and I'm like, right. might not be cool. Right. <laughs> it really right. might not be. Because you can come up with something. Yeah. But is it's it? just, I mean, it's easy it's to just work, play around. But then I just think about, you know, for example, Cactus Jack, that thing with the cactus and the, it's like a cross. <laughs> it says cactus yeah. and then it says yeah. Jack and it has the lines around it. And it's just like, he probably looked at that and was like, people aren't going to like this. Yeah. And now look at him. Or like even Kim, Skims, Kylie Jenner. I bet you she was like, I don't think people are going to like this formula. And people out there buying her stuff. Well, that's because she's Kylie Jenner. I mean, that's also because she's Kylie Jenner. But still, she did get a little hate from some of the stuff. So it's like, you know. Um, To me, Kim Kardashian coming out with Skims, her shapewear brand, was the smartest thing that she could have ever done because it was so, it was just so something that was completely untapped in the market. Like, no one has shapewear for Mm -hmm. each and every size and color. You know what I mean? It's really interesting. I love Skims. I don't. I live for Skims. She has everything. I love them. I love it. A new box almost every week. I'm like, I love it. Why do you have so much? Because it's so good. But it's so comfortable. And it's also like loungewear. Mm -hmm. Curl us right up your alley. You got to get up over there. I do. I have to get up. They sell it at Northridge. But no, they don't. Northridge. Nordstrom. (laughs) Nordstrom. Northridge is a place. Sorry. Nordstrom's. They sell them at Nordstrom's. Every time I go, they don't have anything, and I'm mad. That's not true. The one that at Topanga. So true. Go to the one at Topanga. Top floor. Anyway, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, but I really i i like i like Skims because I appreciate the way that it's for everybody. Do you feel as though entrepreneurship? is something that you wouldn't instill. I know we're thinking like way into the future, but like just by the time that you have kids, is entrepreneurship something that you think is important to instill in them? Or did you feel like your childhood was kind of like stripped away because you had to be like in business meetings? Um, I feel like I still had fun. Like I had fun. I was out with my friends. Like I had a prom. I had a good high school life, but I wouldn't instill like entrepreneurship in my kids just because it's the way I grew up. I feel like, like my mom, Holly Carter, if anybody's watching this and knows, she's a television manager, producer, Relevant Entertainment, Merge Summit. Like, she does all that. That's all her. So she's an entrepreneur within herself. 
my dad, he's coming out with his own multiplication line for kids. So we're all kind of, you know, these, it's like creative family. So it's like, why wouldn't I be? Even mm-hmm. my brother, he's starting his own football league. So it's like, if I'm, I felt, sometimes I feel like if I'm not doing entrepreneurship, then what am I doing? Right, 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 right. Because right, right. everyone else around you, mm-hmm. they're doing something of their own. And maybe it is just this time, this age, this generation of independence and finding who you are and the whole, you know, being authentic to what you love and putting out your own vibe. Maybe that's just what it is now. But in the future, I feel like if my kids don't want to, you know, start a business, they can they can stay at home and play piano all day. Like, <laughs> there's right. nothing wrong with there's that. There's multiple other things that they can do. Yeah, that they can do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most mm-hmm. definitely. What about you? I mean, I think that there's definitely some really important I feel like my kids will learn so much from me being an entrepreneur mm-hmm. that it it doesn't have to, they don't necessarily have to do it themselves. Mm-hmm. I think they should get to a point where they choose. Mm-hmm. They get to a point where they know what they want to do and they choose yeah. what they want to do. Like I don't have to set them on the same path I went on. Yeah. It's just what I want to do because I want to have my own boss. But what? I like I don't want to have a boss. I oh. need to be my own boss. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that yeah. that's also big. This generation, your own boss, like that's so big. Okay. I can hear Raina saying that right now. I can I can hear it in Be my your head. own oh, boss, boss, butterfly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, literally. So <laughs> that's funny, Jody. For our generation, I think you're right. There is kind of like that. Uh, idea of be your own boss and like not to listen to anybody and make have a business up to your terms and like do you think that instills on an entrepreneurial spirit in kids or do you think it instills laziness Mm. because there's a lot of children like people our generation our age that aren't looking for real jobs because they've been told on social media Mm -hmm. that you shouldn't be your own that you shouldn't have a boss and that yeah you should be working on your own terms and like doing the uh, working the way you want to work and not actually like instilling work ethic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speak on in America. I feel like it's a type of person because some people hear that and they're like, I'm going to go start my own business. Right. And other people hear that and no shades of like Forex or Bitcoin or cryptocurrency people. But some people get that feeling. Yeah. And they're like, well, I'm going to go be a super flexor or I'm going to go like, Get the money so I can flex. What did you call them? A super flexor. I've never heard that term before. I've never heard that term either. I just said it just now. But you know what it means. Super, super flexor. flexor. Okay. You get the money from the Forex to crypto. You, you know, create your own. Because that's a big deal now. It's like such a big All deal. the guys our age. If like, you're not on Forex. If you're not on Forex, then like, what are you doing? Like, you're get, obviously not securing that they bag. They get so mad when you don't know about it. What's Forex? I'm What's like, Forex? I'm like, I don't relax. know. Chill out. I do love the idea of them, like, trying to get money, Yeah, though. and that's the entrepreneurship in it, but... But you're not creating for, nothing, though. So yeah. is it entrepreneurship? It goes. It only goes so far because they use that money, and then some of them are like, okay, now I can go start a business. Others are like, well, I'll just get my money from Instagram posts, which is another way to live. That's another way that's to survive. another thing. Instagram is the new business. You pay. You like, get paid to post, post a picture. picture. And get likes. Which, I mean, honestly, secure that bag. Like, what? I'm, I'm here for it. I'm, I'm not, not here for that. I'm not mad at it whatsoever. Secure that bag, girl. I mean, always secure the bag. But I'm posting a picture and I'm getting paid for it. 
honestly, I have to say I'm a big fan of securing the bag any way you need to secure the bag. <laughs> like, I, it, as long <laughs> as long as it's ethical, like as long as it's pretty much ethical. I'm a pretty, I'm pretty like however you want to secure the bag, you should secure the and bag. You, yeah, I'm not telling. Yeah, always secure the bag the way you want to. Me personally, you're not a fan I'm of not, the Instagram no, models. Though. I'm, I'm not. And that, I'm not hating on them either. Like, do you consider that a business? Yeah, it's definitely that a is business. a business. Instagram I mean, is a business within itself. It's a whole business. But if Instagram gets shut down for a day, yeah, that's tough. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Actually, <laughs> I didn't think about that. Like, I always think about that. I'm like, you guys brag about the money you have and the likes and the posts. What happens if there's a wipeout and somebody hacks Instagram and the, the app crashes? Literally, where does everything else go? See, that's tough. Your followers, your clout, your comments, it just goes into a black hole. Mm. And who are you? Like, that's the Dang, journey. Part. No, but not like that. <laughs> not like it really that. really just came for everybody. But like that. I mean, you're not wrong. But it <laughs> is a business. really intense, though. Let's just, do we just let it through? Wow, Journey. He said, and then who are you now? Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But it's still a business within itself, honestly. Even though you have a stable business now, is there any other market that you would want to tap into? Like, you do clothes and apparel now, but, like, do you want to do fragrance in the I future? I want to make candles. <laughs> It's not funny. Okay. <laughs> I want to make candles and um, <clears throat> make oils for people. <laughs> yeah. Why? Like, like a healing guru. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's really cute. <laughs> um, there is something about this generation, though, that we live in that is really focused on working smarter and not harder, which I even I can attest to. I remember being in school and being like, I am not going to do that. Honestly, I'm going to get I'm cheating. I, <laughs> I'm going to get the most minimum points I need to pass. And like, that's just going to have to be it. Oh, that's what, you're that's what I was talking about. I wasn't talking about cheating. Dirty. I, I worked smarter, not harder. No, but because especially for us, because we would have like these heavy like clap, like eight classes and homework in all of them. And yes. like, I can't do that. Those teachers were brutal. And yeah. then the tests were like, yeah. Why are you giving me a test? Right. But besides that, so do you feel as though in our generation, I think there's like kind of like a lack of work ethic. And as you were saying before, with the Forex and the Bitcoin. crypto, Bitcoin, stuff like that, it really does allow <clears throat> people and a lot of guys our age just to sit on the couch and make money. Yeah, like it's just super easy. And see the dollars just roll in. Yeah. Do you think that it's long lasting, though? I mean, I feel like, so the thing with like the Forex and the cryptos and Bitcoins is it's supposed to be closed off from like the government, the IRS. They're not really allowed to like pull money, take money, and it's yours and yours only. With that, I just don't really see truth and longevity because it could come to a point where one day they're like, we're tired of you guys doing this, so we're also going to take that. And then it's like, uh-huh. where, where does that leave me? Yeah. Because it's all digital. Like, you can get it. You can, you know, I pull it out. <clears throat> but it, it's, it's really interesting. Like, it's really it's yeah. tedious. It's a tedious thing for your brain to, like, I can't take to. anything away from the people that do that. Because I think it, it takes a lot of skill. to. It does. It takes timing. Like, you, smart people absolutely are on those apps making lots of money. Mm-hmm. But 
I just don't know if it has as much longevity as like you going out and getting a stable job. I mean, it just depends on because with the stocks, I mean, you have to know stocks. Like yeah. if you're going to be into it, like the people who are and they like, be so into it because so, you have to be if you're going to actually make money and profit and put in and, you know, trade and sell. You have to know stocks first. Then you have to know, like, computering systems and all that. Yeah, yeah, Then you have to understand how, okay, if they're trading from the other side of the world, our currency is different, higher or lower. You have to know all of that. So if you're there with it, mad respect. If you're on the surface, like, low-key scamming people, like, I'm just going to put that in, get a little money there, and then keep doing that, then it's a different story. You know, Mm -hmm. you can make a business out of everything. Yeah. Out of anything, I mean. You know, anything can become something. It's just what you make it. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I mean, everything, I don't really think anything has longevity like that. Everything has to come to an end. I just feel like it's what you make it in that moment, in that time, and what you do with it, and how you push it out to other people. And that is, that's going to be what's important at the end of the day. Do you feel like our generation... um works less hard (laughs) that makes sense not not our generation as a whole like i look at young entrepreneurs (laughs) like us okay Uh uh-huh i say we work pretty hard and probably not as hard as our parents did Uh but the whole like having a store finding formulas Okay, let me put this with that. You sit in your mirror. Mm-hmm. I already know. I already know Lucky sits in your mirror for hours trying on different makeup, different lips, different eyeshadows, and it gets tedious. Mm-hmm. That's time. That's work. Yeah. That's Looking true. at yourself, trying to see, oh, let me see this. How does this look? Because even the little stuff look? is time. Even the little stuff is And the is little effort. stuff is where you really have to sit there. Yeah. So then designing, I'm on my, I don't sleep. Number one, I don't sleep. Yeah, she doesn't sleep. <laughs> I literally And she's don't on sleep. her computer all the, all the time. time. And I'm always changing something. Yeah. Because like, there's always, I'm never going to reach perfection. And if she's not, not designing, she's sending out emails. And if she's Send- not sending out emails, she's on a Zoom. And if she's not on a Zoom, she's on a live. Like, <laughs> and that's true. She's all, and if she's not doing any of those things, she's at the store. Literally doing all at the four store. of them at once. Or downtown. Uh huh. And it's just like, all of that, it's just what I make it. You know, it's, I have to do this. I, I want to do this because I want to be that successful in my eyes. Not trying to reach perfection because perfection isn't real. But it's just like, I want to do this for myself, so I'm going to make it this. Other people, they just sit there and they're like, eh, you know, I'm just going to do that. You know, put that to the side, have somebody else do it. Doesn't make you less than. Doesn't make you, oh, you're not really an entrepreneur. It's mm-hmm. just what you do. Yeah. What you do and what you don't do, so. Mm-hmm.